Hello and welcome to the My Dietitian Journey podcast. My name is Adam, your co-host and producer with me, of course, Felicia Praza of Praza Nutrition and My Dietitian Journey. Today we have a special topic, should be a short one. We're going to get into some talk about EMRs today. Yes. We're going to talk about the various options of EMRs, electronic medical records systems for dietitians to consider when they are starting and getting into their private practice and they feel the need to have something electronic to handle record records and scheduling and things like that. Yes. So we've got a few options we want to jump into, but we want to start with the basics, right? Yeah. Just what an EMR is, which is basically it's an electronic medical record. So it's a digital version of your chart notes, your sessions, any like client patient forms. Um, and so instead of like storing a document in a locked filing cabinet, you would utilize a platform. Um, there's also integrations like with calendars for scheduling, but it's basically an easy way to store your patient records securely. So what are some, uh, and there's some background noise. Our dog is being unruly right now. We gave him a pig's ear. Maybe that was a mistake. I don't know. We'll see what happens. So what are some popular options for EMRs? So there's, um, there's a lot of different EMRs out there, but in terms of like private practice, uh, some of the big ones are Calyx, Healthy, Practice Better, and then Simple Practice. Um, I personally have experience using Calyx, Practice Better, and Simple Practice just by chance. <laughs> and, and they all include all the features we just sort of listed where it's like there's scheduling and availability stuff, there's um, electronic medical records, storage and management, all of them have sort of the basic features and they they differ a little bit in feature set but uh, we'll get into that in a little bit so um i guess price is the biggest most consistent concern when talking about emrs with interns and other dietitians so do you want to get into some of the pricing variations yeah so with pricing in particular that's something that might actually deter you from starting with an emr which was something that i did myself as i was like this is really expensive. Um, but in terms of pricing, so practice better, um, they have ranges for pricing that go from $25 a month, which is like their starter plan to 145 a month, which is their team plan. So like the starter, which is the basic one, you get 10 clients, telehealth invoicing and payments, and then a food database. Um, and then they also integrate with, um, office allies. So that's something to to consider for like insurance billing um, because there's a fee associated with Office Ally if you are submitting claims um, that are considered non-PAR payers, which Independence Blue Cross, Keystone Health Plan East, Independence Administrators, those are two uh, payers that are considered like non-PAR. They have a whole list of payers, but that processing fee is $35 a month. Um, so that's just something to keep in mind you know, in terms of your pricing, that even at the starting level, that you're going to need to add the cost of utilizing something like Office Ally for submitting insurance claims. Do you want to talk about what Office Ally is? Because they're not the only ones to use Office Ally. Yeah. So Office Ally is, they have a couple of different options. They have like a, they actually have an EMR themselves. Um, and then they also have a, a, what's called the service center, which is where you would submit claims. You would also get, um, electronic remittance advices and EOBs through them as well, which is actually another fee that they will charge you to. <laughs> so something else to keep in mind. Um, but it's a basically a, um, a clearing house. It's a way for you to submit claims um, and they scrub the claim for errors before it would go to the insurance company. So instead of submitting directly to 
let's say Independence Blue Cross, which their platform is Pair, you are submitting through like a clearinghouse, which would be Office Ally. So let's say you're using Practice Better as your EMR, you sign up, you've got your starter pack or whatever. It allows you to put in patients and information. It allows you to do some scheduling and then you can hold your session with the patient and then Practice Better allows you to create a formatted CMS 1500, which then you would have to export and then import and upload onto Office Ally, which is a separate platform. Yes. So Practice Better, do the stuff, upload to Office Ally on a separate website, which is paying for a separate service. Something, something to keep in mind with Practice Better is you're actually, if you're taking insurance, you're in for two platforms, so to speak. Yes. And with Office Ally, you can use it just as a standalone. I used Office Ally for billing when I first started. Um, and you you would create an account through Office Ally um, and you can like enter in claims on a CMS 1500 form um, with using something like Practice Better. And then also Calix is the same. They integrate with Office Ally. You generate that CMS 1500 form and then you upload it to Office Ally. And all of these EMRs, they have a free trial period, right? Yes. Is that a week or a month? Uh, so for Practice Better and Calix, it's 14 days. And then for Simple Practice, I actually think it's 30 days. I just saw it today and I thought, so it's a little, it's a lot longer. <laughs> okay. Do you want to jump into to Simple Practice since we're on the subject? Yeah. So Simple Practice ranges from $29 a month for their starter plan to $99 a month, um, which is their plus plan. So the starter plan, you get unlimited clients, um, uh, intake, a patient portal, invoicing and billing, and then also credit card processing. So like if you need to charge like a copay or something like that. Um, telehealth is an additional $15 a month. So you would have the 29 plus the 15 for telehealth. Um, and then with their plus version, you can customize notes. So you could do appointment reminders. Um, you can also add team members. So we have a billing and scheduling role enabled. Um, and then also with their insurance claims, you actually bill directly in Simple Practice, so it's not a separate platform. And with their um, Plus version, you get 35 claims per month, and then it would be 25 cents per claim. So with with Simple Practice, we use Simple Practice. Um, it's a great EMR. Mm -hmm. It's worth noting that we don't need to use Office Ally with Simple Practice because we can bill through Simple Practice. Yes. So we're not actually paying for the Office Ally to upload our generated claims from simple practice. It's all within simple practice. It's one of the reasons that we sort of recommend it generally. And for practice better, we have a client who has practice better that we do uh, billing for and some consulting work. And we are in with her as a team member such that um, I guess she has to pay the, the higher rate to include someone else in her EMR. Cause we have, a, we have full access to her EMR and we, go in and do things and, and export claims and whatnot. Um, whereas in simple practice, you're in there and I'm in there separately, but do we pay another rate because I'm a biller payer or whatever? You're added as like a biller scheduler role. Um, if I was adding another clinician, there would be a, a cost associated with it, but you're added um, since we have that like plus plan anyway, that's integrated with it. So no extra fee if you have someone doing some admin or scheduling, stuff like that. If you're the dietitian and you bring in anyone to do 
front desk work, scheduling, billing, anything like that. That's kind of a benefit to simple practice. The big selling point for simple practice in, in terms of what I've seen with these systems is the fact that you can just bill right through it. Yes. And it's super easy to bill right through it. I mean, it's like if you put everything in properly and you're scheduling and then um, you just click a few things and, and you submit. But I'm, I'm, all, I'm wondering also, does practice better have a portal like simple practice? So they, for patients to utilize? Yeah. And then when you see patients through telehealth, is it still through the EMR? So yeah, so they, they integrate with Zoom, but everything's kind of like embedded, but they have a, a patient um, portal as well. That's that's something we'll talk about is like the patient portals, but uh, because Calyx doesn't have a portal uh, where someone like logs in um, and can like upload documents that way versus like simple practice. There's like a mobile app, same with practice better, where like patient can log in and, you know, in in uh, upload any like records or you know their id card or things like that so simple practice and practice better both have portals integrated and then they also have integrated teleconferencing systems yes okay do you want to jump into calyx next uh yeah so calyx their rates go from 27 dollars a month for their standard and then uh 69 a month for their virtual plus um, the standard includes unlimited clients locations admin staff you can customize like services and your availability. Um, you can also do group appointments, um, customize appointment reminders, do invoices, um, super bills, and then they have like a template library and builder. Um, the telehealth though is only enabled with what's called virtual practice or virtual plus. So they're like middle range and they're high end um, pricing. They also integrate with Office Ally. So that means again, you're gonna look at usually an additional fee for billing because you would, same thing with practice better, need to generate the claim in Calyx and then, you know, upload it to Office Ally separately. So when considering which to go for, um, probably some key features stick out to you. Do you want to talk about some of those? Yeah. So when I first started, uh, one of the major things I looked for was being able to customize note templates. So be able to create a template for charting, customize any patient forms, uh, be able to create notes between sessions. So if there was like a patient interaction or an email, I wanted to be able to document that as well. Um, when I first started, I used paper charts and like encrypted flash drives. So I wanted to make sure that I can recreate any of those documents and then also uh, share anything with patients. Um, so all of the three platforms that we just talked about have customizable templates and pre-created templates. So they have options for you to kind of like start from a template they have or to create your own. So there's probably a bunch more. Do you want to get into more of the features that to look out for? Yeah. So the ability to upload. So I mentioned that I started with like just paper charts and then like using encrypted flash drives. So I wanted to make sure I could pull those records into my EMR. So being able to upload any um, old records, also referrals, ID cards, patient food logs. Um, so you want to look for an EMR that has storage capa um, capacity, which is something that Practice Better, Office Ally and uh, Practice Better, Simple Practice and Calyx all have. Um, something also that I really looked for was appointment reminders because I used to copy and paste a template and send an email to patients manually to remind them about the appointment, which was very time consuming. Um, so you want to look for automated reminders. And that's something that I was really needing to save time on. Um, this is where it differs by the platform. So it's simple practice. They have automated reminders that can be customized for 
voice, text, and email. Um, and you can adjust the time like 48 hours in advance, 72 hours in advance um, at their essential and their plus level. With Calyx, there are unlimited email reminders, but the text and the voice is an additional messaging credit. Um, and it didn't say on their website how much that was. And then for practice better, you could do text reminders with credits at a professional level, but there was a cap. Um, and then you can get more with like credit. So that's something to keep in mind too, where these like fees can really start to add up where you might think like, oh, this platform is cheaper, but if you're looking for reminders, then you're paying another fee here and another fee there. They also all have uh, video conferencing capability that's HIPAA compliant, right? Yes. Yeah, so when I started, when I first started my practice, I did actually all in person, and then I did um, like on site for businesses, uh, in home sessions. So I didn't actually look for telehealth initially, um, and then now that's one hundred percent what I do is telehealth. So um, if you are a telehealth practice or looking to integrate that in your practice, that's obviously going to be a must that it's going to be HIPAA compliant. Um, I wanted to make sure that it was also integrated within the platform. So all of these three platforms, Calyx, Simple Practice, Practice Better have telehealth, but it just depends on the level. Like Calyx, it's at their virtual practice level. Um, Simple Practice, they have the, uh, an add-on at their starter level. And then same with Practice Better, they have telehealth enabled at their starter level. And again, HIPAA compliant, so no need to worry about anything like that. So um, for for the portal, for patient, patient messaging, that's another feature that you look out for? Yeah, so I wanted patients to be able to connect with me um, securely in the platform. I will say that this was something I looked for initially, but I probably have a very small amount of patients who actually use this. Um, most of them end up sending a text, which we have um, the HIPAA compliant version of uh, Google Voice that we utilize um, because... I have Google Workspace and I have like a BAA signed. And I find that most patients want to just text. It's a lot easier than having to like log into a portal. Um, so that's just something that I, I looked for initially was having patient messaging, but I found that not a lot of my patients ended up using it. Um, but the portal was, that piece of it was actually really important because I wanted patients to be able to upload documents, then having to like send them to me through email. And then I have to like upload them to the portal which some of my patients still do, but it makes it a lot easier to be able to have the patient upload everything directly to that portal. Um, Simple Practice has a portal and messaging. Uh, Calyx has messaging, but not a specific like patient portal. And then Practice Better, they also have a portal um, and a mobile app along with Simple Practice, um, and they have messaging as well. So Again, the messaging may not be as pertinent for you if you have like a HIPAA compliant um, voice or phone uh, number that you could be able to text patients on. But otherwise, the portal is really helpful for just kind of keeping all the documents in one place and eliminating, you know, back and forth. I would imagine the barrier for patients is the fact that the portal requires an app or a separate login or something to communicate with. Whereas when you have a, a HIPAA compliant like Google voice number, like how we have, they can just text and call from their phone. So yeah. it's very convenient. And I've had like full blown text conversations with patients over Google Voice. I think the convenience factor beats the portal capability for, for patient messaging, hands down. 
Yeah, it makes it a lot easier. And, you know, with um, with voice in particular, you could open it on a web browser along with, you know, having the app on your phone. And that's really nice because it's really easy to like download, you know, a message or um, a picture if someone sends like their ID card and then just like put it right into the portal if there's any issues with the patient doing it on their end. So you want to look at um, booking capabilities, like patients able to schedule themselves? Yes. So that was something I wanted absolutely because I was spending so much time just going back and forth with patients through email saying like, here's my availability. And then they would email me back, like maybe a delayed response. And then it's like, oh, wait, I don't have this available anymore. So um, I wanted patients to be able to book through not just my website, but also in the portal if they needed to change their appointment. And that, again, was going to save me time um, and lots of back and forth. Um, So with simple practice, um, patients can do an appointment request. And then there's also a widget at like their plus level. So on the website right now, I have a a widget enabled where someone can go in and schedule an appointment initially on the website, or they can log in if they're already an existing client, log into their patient portal and request an appointment right there. And then I get an email and I can confirm, change the appointment and then send off, you know, a, a welcome email and any paperwork through their portal. With practice better, they can, um, patients can book, reschedule and confirm. They have like a internal patient portal where they could do that. And then also um, like a public booking page. Uh, for Calix, they have a scheduling widget, which is um, something you could put on your website. And that's at like a higher, one of their higher price levels. So we also want to look at the billing capabilities for each platform. That's something any dietitian is going to spend some time or, you know, if they farm that out, it's going to require that. Well, it's nice if what you're using has capabilities with billing in general, the more the better. Yeah. And that's, again, like when I first started the practice, I was billing just separately on every insurance website in their portal because I was like, it's free, but it's so much easier to just bill through the EMR directly because like you said, you know, the generation of a claim is like less than 10 seconds that it takes to, to just like scan the claim, generate it. And, you know, if you need to add anything, but, um, with practice better and Calix, again, you're going to need to generate a CMS 1500 form in practice better or Calix, and then upload it to office ally, uh, with simple practice. It was, it's all embedded. Um, but something else to look at too, is the time at which, um, after you get, let's say a claim that is accepted and then you get payment with using like Calix or practice better, you have to then pull that information from office ally. Um, you'll get like appointment notice notification or not appointment. You'll get uh, notifications that a claim, you know, has been paid or you'll get a notification. Now it'd be to go into the system and then like pull the EOB, the explanation of benefits, pull the remittance advice, um, directly from, office ally. And then, you know, if you need to put it into your EMR to track, you know, that an appointment was paid, that's something that with simple practice, with, with it being all in one spot, once a claim is paid, we get an email notification that a claim has been paid. And then it shows right up on the patient, um, account profile as well. So I could see like insurance build, um, any like outstanding balance if a claim was denied. And then I can also correct the claim right then and there. So it makes it a lot simpler. <laughs> that's all in one spot and not having to kind of jump between platforms, uh, for sure. One thing to consider with billing and some of the other features in these EMRs is that there's going to be a learning curve when you start using it. And the more you put into 
learning the feature set of your chosen EMR, the more you're going to get out of it. And then the easier other things will be to handle within that system. So for example, with simple practice, when we use it, as Felicia got better with the program, she's found more ways to put more information in that would just auto fill in other places. And when you know where to put things and how the program talks to itself across its various features, it gets easier and easier to use. It's to the point now where with billing, with simple practice, it's like two or three clicks because you already have everything where it's supposed to go. There was a time where you were still learning and we had to manually key more information in on different places within the platform. But once you learn how it sort of works internally and you start to understand the the software, the platform a little better, things get easier to the point where if you really have it down, these EMRs, I mean, they'll work wonders for you. They'll they'll take tons of time off of your um, your uptime for handling claims and handling um, patient scheduling and things like that. And we've talked a little bit, a little about how Practice Better has to go to Office Ally, whereas Simple Practice it's all within the uh, the software. If if price is a constraint, uh, you know, in my opinion, having used both to do billing, specifically billing. Um, the fact that you have to go to Office Ally isn't necessarily a deal breaker for for Practice Better, in my opinion. I like Practice Better in terms of its layout and um, and how easy it is to get around and do things for the most part. And um, Simple Practice, it's just it's just not having to go to a different website is really the thing. But it's it's we're talking like. 30 seconds versus 45 seconds. Like it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. It doesn't add that much more time in terms of going to a different platform. So if you're looking at both by chance or Calyx even, and you hate the way one looks and you love the way another one looks, that's fine. And then that's going to bleed into our next point is like ease of use. And, um, you know, do you like navigating through the platform? Do you want to talk about some other pieces of that? Yeah. So that was something I also wanted to look at too, was like how easily could I navigate the platform? Um, also was customer support available? Did they have like help guides? Because when you're first using an EMR, like you don't know where anything is. And it's like, how do I figure out like how to do this or how to do that? And um, I found for, for all three of the platforms that we've been talking about, they have really good help guides and especially like practice better being able to like bill through office ally and generate the CMS form. And I had never used practice better until we had the billing client that we're talking about. And so having that help guide, like a step-by-step was super helpful. Uh, with simple practice, I've often had issues where I'm like needing to change availability. And I, when I was first doing that, I wasn't sure like how to do it. And so they have help guides to walk you through that as well. So that was like a big piece. And then I have run into like a couple of like weird troubleshooting issues where I've contacted customer support and they've been super, you know, helpful, responsive. And so that's something else too, is that you don't want to have to be waiting on like customer support if you're like really stuck on something too. So there are some other features that you don't use, but you're aware of that we can talk about. So do you want to get into some of that stuff too? So a big one is actually with food logging. Um, So Calyx integrates with um, Chronometer, which is if anyone's familiar with like MyFitnessPal or those kinds of like tracking apps, that's Chronometer is very similar to that. Um, You have to use um, and be subscribed to the paid version of Chronometer, which is Chronometer Pro um, to have that integrated. And then Practice Better, they have a journal option on the platform where a patient can track their intake. And then they also integrate with um, Fitbit. Um, My workaround for that, because that wasn't something that I was really thinking about when I got the EMR initially. Um, But now when I kind of think about how I, you know, utilize journaling with patients, 
most of my patients upload actually just their tracking logs to um, their patient portal or send me screenshots um, or they'll share their like log with me um, through a platform. But So your workaround for simple practice, not having like an integrated journal option is for the patient to just upload their food logs that you've given them as templates for. Yeah. And I've had, I actually had a patient that, you know, utilizes chronometer. I don't have the paid version, you know, on that as well. Um, and they just send me screenshots in an email and then I can like look through the records that way. Or you can like, they could print a PDF and send it to me in, in that way. Um, but if it's something that you utilize a lot and you want to kind of eliminate that kind of having to go back and forth, that's obviously a feature that you would want to look into with a different EMR. So then also um, group options and package deals, other options for that stuff? Yeah. So I don't, I don't really do a lot of group things anymore. And if I do, it's more like group, you know, like a webinar or something like that. Um, but I know some dietitians do like actual like group sessions where it's like the, um, like medical nutrition therapy as a group. So it needs to be HIPAA compliant. Um, and so practice better has like a group and like package options. And then Calix has the option for having like a group meetings. Um, so that's something else that if you do a lot of group related things that you need a HIPAA compliant platform for, you know, and again, you want it all to be integrated, then that's something else to, to keep in mind. So is simple practice not capable of doing that sort of thing? Yeah, they don't have like a group option. You can do like a package, like you can create any kind of service in there. So I've created like a package, but it not be like separated in terms of like payment. Um, and all three of these platforms too, you can create invoices as well. So that was something else that I needed to have in case, you know, I was charging a patient. I wanted to make sure I was creating an invoice right in the platform because before I was using like an outside um, website to generate an invoice and then send it off to the patient. So they all have that as well. But just the way that the um, package options are, you can like set them up uh, differently and practice better uh, for a group too. Is there a group, uh, is there a workaround that you use with simple practice for group stuff if you were going to do it? Uh, I mostly wouldn't use, um, I wouldn't do like a group session in there with like multiple patients. I would honestly just use, um, like a Google meet kind of thing. Cause Google meets gets covered also under our, uh, BAA and then send it out that way. Um, and I use either zoom or Google meet if it's just like a general kind of webinar and not something that needs to be like HIPAA compliant. But again, we have the Google workspace, which is, you know, covering, um, HIPAA if needed. And then all of them have free trials. Yeah. All of them have a free trial. And uh, one thing to just really keep in mind is actually when you go in to use the free trial, because this is not something I did when I first started, um, and used and like signed up for all these free trials was I just kind of like looked around and I was like, Oh, I liked the way that this looked and that looked. And when I actually went back and did some of the trials again, because I like requested to do like another free trial, I like put in an actual patient like as myself and use like a personal email to just kind of see what it would look like to have the patient logged in the system, uh, what email they would get, you know, what the portal looked like from the patient end, like, and actually see that for myself. And that actually helped me to make the decision to go with simple practice was like being able to kind of like input a patient and then, you know, like mess around with the platform. Like I was actually using it and not just looking at it. So. So, um, we've got a referral link for simple practice where if you're interested in simple practice and you sign up through that referral link, you get a $150 credit and we get a $150 credit. So it's a little bit of win-win mm -hmm. if you're interested in simple practice, 
By all means, check all of them out though and use the free trials, dig into them a little bit if you're making this decision. I'll say that uh, your personal preference is gonna come into play here in terms of which one you go with. They're all capable of doing what you need to have done. Some have little differences and they're, they're gonna feel different to use. And this might sound stupid, but it might be important to someone. I like the way simple, or I like the way practice better feels when you're clicking through things. Everything is animated and sort of swoops around. I also like the the color theme of their their website better than Simple Practice. I like the the dark green uh, the theme on on Practice better. That's obviously if you're doing your business through the that's like not a an important point. But you want to like looking at the stuff that you're using too. Mm-hmm. It's it's something I don't know. Just definitely get in and play around with all all of the options. Healthy is another one that we sort of didn't talk about, but is another option as well. Do you want to just give a little piece on that that you know of? Um, I don't know too much about them. I did a trial like many years ago, and uh, my perception was not that great. So um, I just you know I, it's a, certainly another option, and it's a big option too. Like that's that's one I would say to definitely look at as well. Um, and it's funny that you mentioned the color because I like don't like um, the uh, calyx it's like purple and orange, and I'm like I don't like this color, which is like it has nothing to do with like with how usable. It <laughs> yeah, is. Um, but I also like that you know the way that um, practice better does have like some good like work around with being able to kind of like flow through the appointments and then the documents you can like click on it and then you can actually see all the patients that way than having to like go into each patient's chart to look at documents so there's a couple things like that where it's like oh this is a nice feature or that's a nice feature um i also like that with uh calyx you can kind of do a pre-chart which is not something that you could do with simple practice like the the note starts at the time of the appointment, basically. Otherwise, you would have to just put in like a note. But if you were like pre-charting and like loading an old note, that's just something you can't do, um, which is not a huge deal. But I just liked that function on Calyx that I realized that I could do. And then I could delete it if there was, you know, the patient changed the appointment or whatnot. But it allowed me to kind of like get the note in order before like starting the actual appointment. So this is a pretty influential decision in terms of the day-to-day for your practice. So it does pay off to spend some time with each platform, go through the free trials, maybe look at some YouTube reviews too, if you want to check things out from the perspective of other people who've been using it. And it's not like if you start using one, you can't switch. You can. If you build a lot of momentum with one platform and you learn it though, and then you try to switch, you know, a year or two later, that'll be, that'll feel pretty rough to do. So I think it would be better to dig into this a little bit and then make an informed decision and that way you can feel good about what you're going through with. And don't feel bad if, if the deciding factor literally is like the color theme or something. Just it, whatever you're going to like looking at and using is going to help because you're going to spend more time with it and you're going to get more out of it. So, mm-hmm. you know, go through each of the options we talked about, look for some others and uh, take the decision seriously. Again, we do have a referral link. So if you do go with simple practice, consider using that link. But any, any final thoughts on EMRs here? Uh, the only thing that I would suggest is that if you haven't looked at the EMRs in a while, go see if you can get another, like if you did a free trial a while ago, like years, a couple years ago, see if you can get another free trial with them because that was something that um, when I first started using simple practice, it was like very like therapist oriented. Um, and then over time, they started adding a lot more like dietitian specific stuff. So there was more 
Uh, there were more templates for like eating disorder screenings and things like that. Um, and I know Calyx looks a lot different from when I did the free trial to how I use it now. Um, so that's just something to keep in mind is you haven't done the free trials in a while. Uh, see if you can contact the support and get a new free trial because there might be some different features in there that you know might lead you to one platform versus another. All right, sounds good. And uh, yeah, I think that's going to do it for us here at the My Dietitian Journey podcast. Thanks so much for being with us.